First Corinthians chapter 10, you may be seated. The Bible says, and did all eat the same spiritual meat? Verse 4. And did all drink the same spiritual drink? For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Christ. Just for a few minutes, I want to say this to you. The Bible says they ate spiritual food and drank from the spiritual rock. And the rock was Christ. If you're following, raise up a hand. Say amen. amen. They ate the spiritual food and drank from the spiritual rock. Now, these are the Jews, the Israelites. When they were in the wilderness, walking in the wilderness, we all know they were given manna. But the Bible calls that manna the spiritual food. Hmm. And there was a time they were um, fasting, and there was no water at all. And we hear the Bible saying, and God told Moses to hit the stone, the rock. And when he hit the rock, water came out of the rock. And unfortunately, he hit twice. God said once. But he hit twice. And God said, who told you to hit twice? Because of this you will not enter the Holy Land. One error of Moses made him not to enter the Holy Land because he hit the stone twice. And water came out, of course. They drank from that water. Water came out of the stone when Moses hit it. But in the New Testament, the Bible reveals that rock was not just a rock. It was Christ. So Jesus went in the wilderness, turned into a rock. And Moses didn't know it was Christ. And he was hitting Christ twice. And Jesus himself made a statement. He said, I am the rock. He said, the stone rejected. Jesus, the rock of ages. Now, I want to share something with you before we continue here. In the prophetic ministry, don't make mistakes twice. There's a difference between sin and sins. Christians, they commit sins. And those let me not use the word creatures. Let me use the word born against. Those who have given their life to Christ, they commit sins. And those who have not given their life to Christ, they commit sin. And one is like, what are you talking about? I'm talking about exactly what I'm talking about. Sins and sin, they are different. When one is in sins, it means he falls into this sin, he repents. Tomorrow he won't fall in the same sin. 
it be another, another one. He repents. To repent means to stop completely. It does not mean to say, Father, forgive me. Like some of you do. All the time you say, Father, today is my last time. I will never do it again. You do it. And tomorrow, you do the same sin again. You say, Father, now I'm serious. Today is my last, last, last time. I will never do this again. The following day, actually, two hours, you do it again. You say, Father, I wasn't serious that time, but now I'm very, very serious. So those are not sins. That's a sin. It means you have a sin. It's a particular sin that is inside of you. Sins are committed by people who repent. So they do this sin, they repent. They don't do it again. So sin is singular. Sins is plural. So when you do this sin, because the word is sin means to miss. So sin, it is a habit. It's not committed by a believer. A believer has got no sin. A sin is a habit that you accept that you will never leave it. It's called a sin. So you've got a sin of lies, a sin of smoking, a sin of drinking. It is a sin that is inside of you that you are failing to let it go. Well, sins are repented. Today you lie, you say, Father, forgive me, I don't want to do this again. All right? And tomorrow you're angry, you say, Father, forgive me. So it's not something that is inside of you that is built. Those are the sins. We say, Father, forgive my sins. And he forgives. But if there is a sin of a particular thing inside of you, you don't need repentance. You need deliverance. It means your life is caught by a demon of that particular sin. Oh, am I coming out of somebody right here? It means there's a demon of that particular situation controlling your life. You may quit addiction. I don't care. But it's not. It's a sin. It, it, it doesn't make sense to see a believer. I heard somebody called me and said, oh, man of God. I said, what's wrong with you? He said, I'm just coming from a rehab. I said, what is a rehab? He said, he said a rehab, man of God. I said, what is a rehab? He said, rehabilitation center. I said, what's that? And he was like, oh, I'm having an addiction of smoking and can't stop. So I went there for counseling and um, I'm like, are you crazy? Just come here, touch your head, we are done. Bring your head here. We touch your head. We deliver you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I wonder some of you here, we, we went, there was a school where it was in Botswana, in the Francis town, where this particular person brought lame people of his school. So he brought them to the seminar that I had. It was in the night. And um, we were in Francis Town, I think, three years ago. And we were in Francis Town. And um, right there, this person 
brings all these sick people so that he says, oh man of God, please help. Uh, this is the school I have for lame people. We need your support. And unfortunately, in the course of the service, I said, everyone who is sick, be healed. Rise up and walk. Guess what happened? Everybody who was sick, God healed. He closed his school and I became his enemy. He was like, this is what I was eating from. This was my business. Hallelujah. <laughs> are, we, are we together? Are we together? Now, let's go ahead with what I'm saying. So, much of the situations which we have, the first thing that we must deal with is the concept of sin. The Bible says, my eyes, Isaiah described this way, he said, God's eyes are not blind, neither his hand too short, that he can't deliver you. But your sin has blocked you. It's so straightforward. It says, but your sin has blocked you. From being delivered. Um, so someone's like, oh my God. You know, when you come into church and you sit down. And you had just committed a sin. And you come in church and the, and the prophet is talking about sin. You feel like, oh, did he see me? See you for what? God saw you. I'm here today. I want to conduct some crazy deliverances today. Some crazy ones. The biggest deliverance you can ever have is to be delivered from the power of a demon that holds you into sin. We are having so many people who all they want is... Major, deliver me. Nothing is moving in my life. What about the sin? It's like all we want is to be delivered from something which is a problem, but we don't want to let a particular sin go. Today, people will be quiet. I don't care, even if you stay quiet. Even you stay silent. Today I'm not even to say I'm gonna go to overflow. No. Even you stay silent, I will still remain here and tell you about this. Ah. Like yo, yo, Major, what's wrong? What's wrong? What? What is right? Let me tell you something. I'm going to handle some few things today, and then I'm going to pray with you, okay? 
we have some women who the power of the enemy has taken hold of them. Can I see your finger? Your finger. I knew that the finger going to give me, it is this one. <laughs> now, this finger in the Bible represents a prophet. I think you know that, right? According to the scripture, this finger represents a prophet. Okay, because it's, it's what is used to point you. Can I speak you? You. Can I prophet you? All right. Can I see your finger? So this finger, it is very small. But how small it may be, never give it to a mouth of a lion. If you give your finger to a lion, he won't swallow your finger only. He will swallow all of you. If you give the devil a small opportunity, it is as big as the whole opportunity. I think I'm talking to somebody who is not interested. Are you following or you are not following? Hear this. I'm sensing something tonight so strong that I have to deal with as a prophet. We have people who, they lift up their hands to God and say, Father God, oh, hallelujah, I give you glory and praise. Yet in their pocket, there's a cigarette. Yet in the fridge, there's a whole bottle of alcohol. I'm talking to you, you, yes. It is your time now to make a proper decision. Either to follow Christ or to follow Satan. I'm not talking to somebody who is not interested. I'm talking to somebody who is interested. It is the right time either to follow the devil or to follow Christ. Because the danger thing of this is, the Bible says if you are lukewarm, say lukewarm. The Bible says it's either you are hot or you are cold. You cannot be in between. The Bible says if you are in between, I shall vomit you out of my mouth. Most Christians we see today, they are vomited out of God's mouth. And they keep on saying, Hayo matata, Hayo matata, Hayo modimo. Hayo, 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 what? You think there's Hayo here? You think there's no matata here? There are a lot of matatas. That's some of the few things the Holy Ghost does when you're preaching about him. Matata. Hayo Matata. I told you, when we'll be ministering, the Holy Spirit will be killing people like this. <laughs> Hear me. The big 
biggest problem we must handle tonight is not your finances. It is sin. Oh, okay. So, let me show something. Can I have, can I have a pen? And can I have this bottle? All right. Let me show you what is a sin. This is my target. And I'm standing from here. Hello? Hi. To sin means to miss the target. So this, I want to hit that bottle. To sin does not mean you have gotten it right. To sin means, the word is sin. Most of you don't know the meaning of sin. The definition of sin is not what you think. Sin simply means to miss the target. And, okay, have you ever seen when you are moving in a shop, right? They don't take the things you want to buy and put them on your face and say, buy now, buy now, buy now. No. They display them. And you are the one who says, I like that one, bring it. Even Satan himself does not force you to sin. He displays all kinds of sins. And yourself, you go for shopping. And you say that one. Even if you look serious, I'll still talk about this. So you see the bottle, and you see what I'm holding? To sin means to miss the mark, the target. Now, if I'm having a dice, or I'm having, I want to, to hit that bottle, and I'm throwing it like this, I have not targeted this bottle very well, I missed the target. In ancient world, even in our current world, it is still called sin. When you throw a dice and you miss the target, they say you have sinned, meaning you have missed. You have missed what? Now, let me show you a revelation. The Bible says, if we sin, we fell short of his glory. Did you hear that? It says what? If we sin, we fell short of his what? Glory. What does that mean? It means there's the glory of God, which you are supposed to enjoy it, which you are supposed to experience it. But sin makes you to fall short. You sin again, you fall short. Sin again, you fall short. So if you were in the glory, or there was God's glory here, right? And this is the glory of God, and you sin, you feel short. You sin again, you feel short. You sin again, you feel short. You sin again, you feel short. 
So the more you sin, the more you fall short of God's glory. That's why I can stand here and pray for anything, nothing can happen because you are short of God's glory. But when you are in God's glory, when you are in God's glory, when you speak a word, when you declare, when you pray, it takes place. Why? Because you have not fallen. To fall means to drop out. So if we have seen, said we fell short of his glory. There is too much glory that you are supposed to experience. And the Bible says, but sin makes it impossible for you. So we have many people today coming to church with the sickness problems. But listen to me, even a disease is attached to sin. The Bible says, he who heals, I mean, who forgives your sin and he heals all your diseases. Psalm 103, verse 3. The Bible says, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases. It says, who forgives all your sins, who heals all your diseases. Now, mark the scripture very well. What happens first before healing is forgiveness of sin. Isaiah 53 from verse 3. Let's read together. One, three, go. Verse 4. Surely he has borne our graves and carried our sorrows, yet we did not esteem him as stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. Verse 5. It says, But he was wounded. Transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, before we are healed, he says what? He was wounded for our transgressions. Transgressions are sins. He was what? Bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. So before healing, he was wounded for our sins. He was bruised for our sins. Then he healed us. Amen. Exodus 15 verse 26. Much of trouble we have is on the trouble of money. It is what causes us to have a hindrance with God. The Bible says, And said, if you, if you will diligently hear to the voice of the Lord, he can unto the voice of the Lord, give me NKJV. It says, and said, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, 
I will put none of these diseases on you, which I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. He says, if you only hear my word and follow my instructions, he says, I'll put none of these diseases. To make it much better and sound much better. Hold D. Are you there? All right. I love you. Now, to put it much better, hear this. Jesus, one time, he was moving with his disciples. As they were walking, they came across this man who was born lame. And the disciples asked the question, is this person a lamb because of his sin or the sins of his parents? Did you hear that? Say, hear you, Major. Two days ago, I was praying. I was in Zambia. And I was in my room. We had... We had visited one of our business places where we were doing a mine. So in the night, I was in my room and I was praying. In the course of prayer, twice, I heard a voice of God speaking to me. He said, son, on Friday, there are so many souls who are coming. And so many souls will be watching on the TV. But I want you, this Friday... To deal with sin. If you can see what I saw, you could run away. Or oh, you are not hearing me. Are you hearing? Yes. As I was praying, I saw the hand coming from heaven. And it was shedding blood. Where are people who pray? Oh, I want to see God's hand. I want to see God's. Do you think if he can show you the hand of Jesus, do you think you can look at it? You think you can meet Jesus and look at him twice? You think he's smiling when he's looking at you? Or when he's looking at the wife? You think he's smiling? He's every day shedding tears. Every day. The oxygen you have, people are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars. In hospital, just to get oxygen. And it gives you for free. Same air you're breathing. Go in the hospital, you'll see others. Have, they don't have the same air you're breathing. What is so special with you? So many died in their mother's wombs. They got miscarried. And you're still alive until today. What is God trying to keep you for? You think he's just trying to keep you to get a job? No. You think he's just trying to keep you to get a promotion? No. There's something better than that. He's keeping you for a personal relationship with him. How many love Jesus? 
Say, oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he first loved I said, clap your hands if you can somehow. Do you know what they said? How many of them love Jesus? All right, let me show you what it means to love Jesus. John 14, verse 23. Let me show you what it means to love Jesus. John 14, 23. The Bible says, Jesus answered and said to him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. That's to love Jesus. Have you imagined one time having Jesus inside of you and God? He says, If anyone loves me, he shall keep my word. He says, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him. My goodness. I don't care whether the whole world hates me. Whether the whole world talks nonsense about me. I don't care. Oh yes, for my approval is not of man. For I wasn't called by man, neither am I working for a particular man who is my boss. I am working for Christ and Christ alone. For in Him and by Him I live, I move, I exist. And in Him I have my being. And for me to live is Christ and for me to die is gain. For in my body I bear the marks of Christ. I'm fully persuaded that He who began a good work in me, He shall carry it on until the day of Jesus.